Hey folks, hey ladies and gentlemen, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. It's approximately about 10 o'clock here in Houston, Texas, CST time. And I thought I would log on a little bit earlier for some of you folks that need to go to bed early because you have to go to work. So I thought I would do you a favor and log on to the podcast two hours early here just for you. Okay, you're welcome. So if you're brand new to the rant, my name is Wesley, billion dollar version. I am a self-made millionaire here from Houston, Texas, and I go live each and every night via my Instagram account at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. And I you know, honestly, I just share my stories. I just share my philosophy, not just about money and being rich, but about life, right? About life, how to navigate life, how to achieve emotional intelligence, how to use your mind power in a way to be able to manifest your dreams and goals, how to tap into an energy and a power that does exist on this planet here that every man and every woman that's listening to my voice has access to. Okay. And I think what I'm great at is being able to explain that to, uh, you know, millions of people, if not hundreds of millions of people around the world in a very rudimentary way. Um, so welcome to the rant folks. Hello. How are you? So tonight we're going to talk about, got a topic for you here. Every self made millionaire had to suffer. It's going to be my topic here. You know, listen, I know a lot of you are suffering right now. How many of you are suffering? <laughs> I know everybody. Oh, I'm not suffering. Wesley. I'm, my, my life is great. You ever ask somebody say, Hey, how are you doing today? And they were like, Oh, I'm doing great. And you can just tell. By looking at their expression and their eyes that they're just having a very, very interesting day, right? You can always tell. I'm, I know I can, right? But I want to share something about myself here tonight, and I think it will help you with your own personal journey. But before I do that, let me ask you guys a question. How many of you still believe that you're going to make a million dollars in the next year, two years, three years? I mean, how many of you still want to be a self-made millionaire, and the reason why I use the word self-made, because if somebody just give you the money, then that's not self-made, right? I'm talking about the people who started from scratch, no resources, no mentors, no daddy bank account, no grandfather um, estate, and you had to do it on your own. So how many of you are still in the game of creating financial success and wealth for your family? Maybe you're a single mom. You're still dedicated to create wealth for your your your, um, your children, maybe your dad, or maybe you're a married individual, right? And you want to be a provider for your family here and create financial wealth. How many of you are still in the game for that? Okay. I love it. I love it. You're all in. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go. Let's go. Look at that view, though. Look at that view. And listen, I know some of you are in my podcast. You're on Spotify, Apple Music, and Apple Podcasts. But remember, you can always log on to my Instagram account, Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. And you can see my view from my bedroom here. Look at this. It looks so gorgeous. I know. I'm just sitting here all alone by myself. Alone. I'm a lonely man. <laughs> but, um. Uh, but, you know, everything in life happens for a reason. I'm very thankful for my life, and I'm thankful for you as well, and I'm thankful for all the experiences, and I'm thankful for even my personal maturation, just me maturing as a man as well, 
and I and I'm so grateful that I get the opportunity to speak with. It doesn't matter if it's one person or a million people. It, it doesn't matter to me how many people log on. I, I just expect the people that do log on to take it seriously here, because listen, I'm an advocate for you. I'm your biggest fan. I do this for you because I know a ton of you lay in your bed at night thinking about your problems, stressing out, overwhelmed, thinking about what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, how you're going to make money, how you're going to pay the bills, how you're going to pay the debt, what are you going to do? And these, you know, I get it. So I'm here to um, de-stress you a bit. Right? I'm here to allow you to talk to me or I can talk to you to help relieve that emotional pain to let you know that you got this. Okay. And I want everybody to comment that word below. I got this. Okay. Please comment that below for me. I got this. So you know what? I got this, man. Say it. I want you to say it. And I know I want you to comment below. I got this. Just say it. I got this. You got this. Okay. You got this, boo. Let's go. You got this. You got it. Okay, you got this. Never forget that. You got this. You know, it's going to be days. It's going to be nights. It's going to be stormy. It's going to be days that the rain is going to pour so hard that you're going to feel that the sun is not coming. Listen, the sun is coming out. I promise you, it will come. It always comes. I don't care if it rains 40 days and 40 nights like it did in the Bible. The sun is coming out to shine. Right. So come on. You got this. Jesus Christ, some of you are so hard on yourselves, right? So let me give you guys a, a shout out first. Go ahead and comment your names here below. And I'm going to talk about um, why every self-made millionaire has to suffer, okay? I mean, it's you have to suffer, right? It's not maybe you will or maybe, no, no, you will, 100%, okay? So go ahead and comment your names here below. Violetta, how are you? Stephanie, how are you? Frank from Florida. Demetrius, hey guys, take notes as well. Don't forget that. Take notes, big head. Let me knock on your head for a second. Take notes. Take notes. That's me tapping on that big forehead of yours. Take notes. Okay? Whenever somebody is speaking, I learned this 15 years ago. Whenever someone is speaking to you, that is living the life that you want to live, that's making the money that you want to earn. Take notes. Write it down. Hey, Stephanie from New York. I'll be in New York this weekend, guys. Hey, Angela, how are you? <clears throat> Z, we have Edwin here. Money, yay. Rohit, what's up, my man? How are you? Um, <clears throat> we have Isaac. We have Rosa Vale from Las Vegas. How are you? Um, we have Sweet Chaos. Black American Goddess, Martin, how are you, sir? Hey, guys, go ahead and comment your names below. Angela Griffin, how are you? Comment your names below. I just want to give you a shout-out, show you some love here to let you know that I do see your comments. Um, I, I am looking at the comment section right now to let you know that uh, I am very attentive of what's going on here. You're really in a high mood. I'm always in a good mood, baby girl. What you talking about, Violetta? I'm always in a great mood. Cindy from San Antonio. Delbert from Guam. Wow. Fort Worth, Texas is in the house. Ryan from New Mexico. Frank the Tank. Jim, Michelle. K. 
Campbell, Nikisha from New York City, Christy from H-Town, Houston. Hey, that's Houston right there, folks. See that? See that building? That's a building. Yeah. We have Carrie, Yavi. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> Kelby, how are you? So remember, folks, high energy, high income. Never forget that. You know, I know some of you guys, you, you listen to me and I'm in this exciting mood because you can't forget high energy, high income. You know, I feel bad for the young lady that I date. Like if I was like if I was dating somebody right now, <laughs> can you imagine being in my bed right now hearing this high energy, high Income. Can you imagine it? Oh my God. That woman would practically get no sleep here. But actually, uh, well, I'll tell that story later. All right. So, hey, Sheila, how are you? So, let's talk about why every self made millionaire have to suffer. Listen, listen up. You got to suffer. Okay. You're going to suffer. Uh, many of you know, because I've told the story so many times at the age of 21, it's when I made the decision that I was going to be a millionaire, okay, at 21 years old. And the reason why I I wanted to be a millionaire because I I got terminated. Has anybody ever lost their job and they felt that they did great work and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, you lost your, your position? What happened to me? I was terminated at the age of 21 from a job that I gave my heart, blood, sweat, and tears to. And I'm talking about I would get up early and I would leave late. I would, I mean, I loved the job. You know, I really loved it. I was a technician for a dealership and they let me go. And I never forget this. I would never forget this moment in my life. It was a breakthrough moment, actually. I'm 21 years old. I'm driving back to my parents' house. I just bought a brand new towel from the dealership I was working for. And I'm thinking to myself, this is crazy. Like, honestly, I was in shock. At the time, I thought I was not expendable. I didn't think, you know, you, you can't fire Wesley Virgin. Come on, I'm Wesley Virgin. No one can fire me. I'm the best. I know what I'm doing. I'm, the, I'm an expert in what I do, right? You can't get rid of me. I am a valuable asset to the company. But... I realized that I was not, and I realized I was expendable. And I remember driving back to the house, um, just almost in disbelief. And I remember pulling up in the driveway of my parents' home, and I said, never again. I swear to God, this is exactly what I said to myself. And I'm 21 years old at this time, right? I said, never again. I, I cannot depend on a job. I can't depend on anyone else to supply my needs, my wants, and desires. Now, before that, I never wanted to be a millionaire. I didn't know what a millionaire was. I didn't know how to spell entrepreneurship at all, right? I just wanted to climb the corporate ladder because I fell into a position that I really loved. I liked it. But when I was just terminated like that if after working two and a half years, just really, just really working my ass off, honestly, and for them not to give me a warning, they didn't give me a slap on the wrist, they didn't tell me to go sit in the corner, they didn't suspend me, they said, you're done here. Gave me my last paycheck, 
and didn't even give me a little chat. You know how when they fire you, you get a little chat. Say, well, you know, Wesley, you know, you did good work here, but just no, they just let me go. I mean, that man said, you're done here. Gave me my check and um, it was it, it was over. And I remember I was sitting in the driveway and I said, never again. You know, I said, never again am I going to allow a job, any workplace to control my destiny. Now, listen, I did have other jobs after that. I did. But I that was the first thought of me becoming a entrepreneur. That was the first thought of me thinking about considering becoming a millionaire, right? In which I didn't know what the journey would look like. I didn't know exactly what I had to do, but I knew I, I, I had to do it. Does that make sense? How many of you can relate to that? Any of you ever had that moment in your life when you just knew that this was the time for you to maybe leave a position, leave your job for five, 10 years, leave a position that you love, but you knew you had more in you or maybe at a job that is just sucking the life out of you, sucking the energy out of you. You can't stand your co-workers, can't stand your manager, and you just know this is not where you're supposed to be. You just know that you have more inside of you, that you have potential, and that your destiny is not warming a chair for eight hours. Your destiny is not standing around, running around a restaurant or at somebody's workplace waiting for a paycheck. Okay? Can anybody relate to that? Well, um, so that's what happened to me. I was 21 years old. And let me tell you something. And I want to talk about the suffering part. And the reason why I want to talk about the suffering part that I had to suffer through, because I want you to be very at ease about the suffering that you're currently dealing with to become a millionaire or to become financially independent or very financially successful, right? I want you to be at ease with that and understand that it is a part of the process. I think I think some people believe that when they make a decision to be an entrepreneur or to start a business, they feel that, well, you know, okay, I know it's going to be challenging, but I don't think anyone really understands how challenging. Does that make sense? Like we really know, we don't, no one prepares us for how challenging and how difficult it is to be a successful entrepreneur. Like anybody can be an entrepreneur, but a successful one that's profitable, uh, very difficult here. And I think we need more people to kind of explain that process, right? So I'm going to talk about it. So let me be honest with you. So uh, at the age of 21, I lost my job. So I did get another job, obviously, but I was on a search. Okay. I was on a search. How many of you are on the search right now? You know, you're looking for the next big thing. You're looking for an opportunity. You're looking for something that's going to set you free, right? Well, listen, I managed to get another job and I began to search for an opportunity. And I think one opportunity that I fell in was network marketing. How many of you ever did network marketing? Just curious, MLM, multi-level marketing. And I want to talk a little bit about that because that was my introduction, not just to business, 
but it was my introduction to personal development. Write this down. And this is for everybody that's listening to me right now that's very serious about the success. Without personal development, it's going to be very difficult for you to be very successful in life. That's my belief. And the reason why that's my belief, and I believe that wholeheartedly, because many of you are not going to have the opportunity to just to hang around millionaires. Now, if you hang around millionaires all day long, then you don't you don't need personal development because you're around the type of the mindset that personal development talks about. But if you're just like me, you're from the hood, you know, the the best car in your neighborhood is a Mercedes Benz. You go to public school or you went to public school. You have a regular job. You don't make $100,000 a year, but, you know, you do okay. Well, personal development is very, very instrumental and necessary to your personal growth. Because what, and, you know, it's very unfortunate that, you know, some people talk down on personal development about, you know, just... You know, just self-development and you just people just like, ah, you know, you can't just listen to tapes and read these books. You got to get out there and work and take action. Yeah, true. First of all, you don't know what action to take. And if you did know the action to take, you need to have the emotional power to continue to take the action until it works. Make sense? Because it's not like people don't know what to do. It's not like you don't know what to do to make a million dollars. I mean, just do the math. I mean, if you can sell something... Uh, sell three thousand dollars worth of services or three thousand worth of product every day. That's ninety grand a, a month. That's about a million dollars plus a year. But the issue is, people are not able to withstand the failure, or they're not able to repeat a process to build the skill. Well, that's where self development comes in. That's what a person development that I learned in multi level marketing really works for me. And, you know, I did many things. I sold vacuum cleaners where I tried to. I left. Um, it was a, it was a time that I actually was part of this company and the guy was, they would drive this truck that had a bunch of stakes in it and they would just drive up to different places and sell, sell stakes. I know that sounds crazy, right? But that was a true job. And I quit the first day. I said, absolutely not. It's not for me. But I'll never forget, I was overseas. Many of you know I was in the military, then I got kicked out of the military. But I had a secret security clearance, so I was able to go back to um, Afghanistan as a contractor. And when I was there, I was introduced to another network marketing company. And that was my first, listen, that was my first introduction to personal development. Because let me tell you something, before that, man, I was suffering. It was hard. I didn't, listen, how many of you, like, you know, you know, whatever you're trying to accomplish in life, you're like, man, what am I doing wrong? How many of you have ever asked that question to yourself? Like, what am I doing wrong? You run the business. What am I doing wrong? Why am I making money? Why all these problems, right? Can anybody relate to that? You know, why is this not working out? I did exactly what the video said. I did exactly what the course said. Why am I having all these problems, all right? So what I realized, and that was years of just suffering and struggling because um, I was in between jobs all the time and I was using all the money for my job to fund the business, depending on what business I was in. 
and it was in a different, a lot of network marketing companies. So I would buy products. I would do this. I still, I remember going to restaurants, trying to recruit people. Cause you know, in network marketing, you go to these meetings and in the meetings, they tell you to go to restaurants, go to the mall, talk to people, make friends, get people into the company. And I did that. I, I, I'll never forget this going to Bennigan's almost every week, going to Bennigan's, sitting at the bar. Hey, how you doing? My name is Wesley Virgin. You want to make an extra 500 bucks? I mean, I, I used to do it with my three friends and we would do it every week and it didn't work. Okay. We didn't recruit anyone that way. <laughs> However, when I was introduced, listen, please. When I was introduced to self-development, a personal development, that eased my suffering. Okay. It did. And let me tell you why. Write this down, please. Knowledge. Knowledge is the precursor to experience. I want you to drill that in the back of your mind. Knowledge is the precursor to all experience in life. Okay. Which means is when you have knowledge and when you begin to experience things such as suffering, heartache, disappointment, depression, whatever, if you have the appropriate knowledge, you're able to deal with the experience better. Okay. So when I started to absorb person development, and we're talking about Tony Robbins, of course. I used to listen to Tony Robbins every, like, for 10 hours a day. No lie. When I was overseas, I would listen to Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within, Personal Power, The Edge. I mean, when I say that I just became very immersed with this man's information, I, I, it was insane. I mean, I'm talking 10 hours a day every single day because when I was overseas, I was in the IT department and we didn't have much to do. So I would just sit in my office all day and just remotely fix people's computers. And in the background, I was just listening to Tony Robbins because I was very fascinated with his information here. And I'm talking about Les Brown. How many of you listen to Les Brown? It's not over until you win. I mean, I, I probably can quote that man's messages. I've, I've heard them all over and over again, over and over again. We're talking about Jim Rohn, the late Jim Rohn, right? Should be writing this stuff down, folks. Jim Rohn, he's the, the soar of the seed. Jim Rohn with the 3%, he said, don't do what the 97% do. He said, look at the 97% and do the opposite of what they're doing. Become the 3%. That's Jim Rohn right there. Dennis Whaley, another great speaker, another great orator that I was listening to over and over again. And the reason why that was very important because, like, I, like, I, like I'm sharing with you, it eased the suffering. And the suffering was I wasn't getting what I wanted. And at the same time, I wasn't getting what I wanted. I was still... Dealing with problems, right? You still have the everyday life. That's one thing about an entrepreneur. You know, when you become an entrepreneur, right, you're very optimistic and very positive that things are going to work out. You're excited about the business, excited about the new endeavor, but you still got issues. Still got to pay bills. Still got to deal with your spouse. Still got to deal with your kids. Still got to go to work. Still got to do the daily things that you don't want to do, right? 
Still got, you got a flat tire, your car broke down, whatever, right? So you still have to deal with that. At the same time, you want to create this new life or this new opportunity here, okay? But listen, personal development help ease the suffering, okay? Personal development help ease the suffering. And I want you to understand, like right now, what you're doing in this moment, I'm very proud of you because that's what you're doing right now. You're listening to personal development. That's what I'm talking about. What I'm sharing with you is giving you the opportunity to develop yourself personally, right? Your mind, your habits, your rituals, your attitudes. Make sense? Like this right here is person development right now. Okay? Listening to this information here. And some of you don't realize how impactful and how powerful this information is because, you know, at the same time speaking, you may be like, well, let's get to the point. What do you mean? Show me how to get rich. Show me that. But that just demonstrates your impatience. You know, one one great thing about person development is just expose people's impatience. They're like, oh, just get to the point. Just tell me how to make money. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? And your impatience is the reason why you're not making progress. See, what you don't realize that I'm a young man. Yeah, I'm worth $40 million. Not a big deal. I make about, like last month, I did $2 million a month. I do about a million to $2 million every single month, right? On average. And you might think about that and you might say, wow, one to two million dollars. And you might think that's a lot of money. But the re, and to me, it's just normal. It's not like it's a lot of money, honestly. I mean, a hundred million is a lot of money to me, like per month. But to you, it's a ton of money because where you are in your mind is so far from where I am. And what I want you to understand, the reason why I do these rants is you're not that far from me. Yeah, maybe you want to have a thousand bucks in the bank account. So what? Ten thousand, a hundred thousand, one dollar in your bank account. What I want you to understand, and this is very important. Please get this: the difference and the disparity between you and I is just the way that we think. That's it. Totally. It's just how we think. That's it. Right? I know a lot of you might. Oh well, well no. That maybe you're just more skilled, Wesley. Or you live in America, Wesley, or you're just more ambitious. Than, no, no, no. It's just the way that I think. And if you want to have similar results, you need to think similar to me. How do you do that? You have to listen to me. You get it? Listen, when I was listening to Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Dennis Whaley, these are high achievers, right? So imagine listening to these men for five to ten years on audio. Eventually, you become like these people. You start to speak like them. You start to make decisions like these people. You start to have the attitude like them. Does that make sense? Are you guys with me here? Hello? You guys quiet tonight here. So exactly what you're doing right now, listening to person development, your mind is absorbing and taking notice, and my words are being inculcated in your mind. Okay? 
Many of you are aware of the unconscious part of you, right? I was talking about this yesterday to someone. Your unconscious mind is always aware of everything that takes place in your life and what you see, what you hear, what you feel, what you smell. The unconscious mind is always on, always. So when you're listening to me and I'm sharing these outrageous beliefs or I'm sharing things maybe you've never heard, the unconscious part of your mind is taking it in. Now get this, this is the secret. The more you listen to it, the more you listen to my rants and my podcast and listen to me, eventually you will begin to think like I think. Eventually you begin to take action like I take action. You will begin to be more decisive. You will begin to be more optimistic even in your suffering. Does that make sense? How many of you believe, I'm talking to you now, how many of you believe that you can be positive in your suffering. Comment below. Okay? And I'll answer you guys' questions later. Does that make sense? How many of you believe that you can be or there's an opportunity to be positive in your suffering? Right? I mean, we've all suffered. I've been in jail a few times. You know, I'm gonna tell myself a little bit here. Don't judge me, but I remember getting pulled over, and I think I was in Harris County Jail, and I was in the holding room by myself, and I started to cry like a little punk. Right? I'm not gonna lie, I did. I was young, and I had warrants. I had traffic ticket warrants, and and I just, I was just so sad man I just like and I was pissed and I was like oh my god is this gonna be my life and tears start coming down my eyes and thank god I was by myself you know I didn't want Debo to come in here and beat the shit out of me right why are you in here crying you know but I was suffering you know I'm a grown man in his 20s and I'm in jail can't make bail because my parents don't have money we don't have money right so I had to sit it out then when I got out, I lost my job and I lost my car. That's suffering, is it not? And rent was due. Got evicted. Can you imagine within one week being evicted from your place, losing your car, and losing your job? It happened to me. I think I was like, what, 24, 23 maybe? Can you imagine that? That's suffering, right? And remember, at this time, I, I mean... My destiny was to become a millionaire. You know, my destiny was to do something great. My destiny was to become financially independent. But I'm in jail over traffic tickets because I was irresponsible. Because I was acting stupid, making dumb decisions, not paying attention. How many of you can relate? How many of you can relate? Be honest with yourself. How many, how many of you right now know that most of your suffering is from your bad decisions? How many of you will agree right now? Be honest. You know, listen, we're transparent here. You're my brother. Are you my sister? You know, I'm here to help. 
But how many of you can be very honest that a lot of suffering that you're dealing with right now is because of your bad decisions? And let me tell you something, bad decisions will create suffering. It will. But the issue is people not paying attention. You know, some of you are like, oh, I'm in so much debt right now. But you're the one who created the debt. Like, you're the one that was swiping the credit card. Kind of get an amen? Uh-oh. Women. Swiping that credit card. You know, swipe, 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 swipe. Oh, I got all this debt. I don't know what I'm going to do. I got all this credit card debt. But then you swipe the card. That was your decision to swipe the card. Why did you swipe the card? If you didn't have any money, you know you can pay it. Bad credit. Some of you men got terrible credit, right? Some of you men, you have child support that you need to pay. And you're complaining. Man, I got all this child support. Oh, didn't you have a child? Didn't you have sex with that woman? Did you not lay inside of her and come inside that woman? And now she has a baby and then you're complaining and bitching about child support? But you created that situation based off your decisions. I mean, because a lot of men, they just complain about their baby moms all the time. Oh, my baby mama, she this, she, she just so hard on me. She just so, she just treat me like she just, I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Didn't you select her? Didn't you lay down with her? What I'm saying is own your decisions because your decisions will create your reality. Does that make sense? And most suffering comes from your decision-making, okay? Are you with me here? Bad decisions create suffering. It does. That should have been the title of this rank. Uh-oh, this is getting good. This is getting juicy tonight. Let's go. Right? Bad decisions. And let me tell you something. I was making a lot of bad decisions in my 20s. I remember getting tickets. I would just drive my car. I- I'll tell you a story. It was this young girl. It was this girl I liked. And... Her name was Brandy, and I met her in the military. She was a cute little black girl, you know what I mean? I like cuties, you know what I mean? Short. One was very important for me when it comes to a woman. You got to be short. If you're tall, I can't deal with them, sorry. You know, five, three, and below. And her name was Brandy. Beautiful girl, beautiful skin, black girl. And um, I had an affinity towards her. Now, at that time, I was shy when it comes to women. You know, I'm not the man that I am now. I'm not this dominant, lion, alpha, sigma male like I am now. Like, I dominate women now. But before, I was a shy guy. And I was the guy in the friend zone. I'm just going to tell the truth. Don't, don't laugh at me, folks, okay? <laughs> I was in the friend zone for a long time. So I used to hang out with Brandy. Brandy knew I liked her, but, you know... I don't know, Brandy didn't see me like that. She just saw me as a friend, you know, and I was cool with that. I wouldn't be cool with that now. I obviously had to learn, right, not to be in the friend zone. But at that time, I was okay with being in the friend zone because, you know, Brandy was a cutie pie, you know what I mean? I just wanted to be close to her. And I remember that I used to drive, I used to stay on the south side of town, and she stayed on the north side. And let me tell you, I would drive my Ford Explorer to her house every day to take her back to the south side to go to the gym with me. We were going to, we went to the U of H gym here in Houston, Texas, University of Houston. And let me tell you something. You might say, well, it's not a big deal. Yeah, but the problem was I didn't have any lights. 
Now, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm going to tell you the story. So my, my Ford Explorer was having a, a, a ton of problems. And one day the lights wouldn't come on. Okay. And <laughs> I, I was like, well, I don't have the money to fix it. I think that time I was between jobs. But I had an affinity for Miss Brandy, man. I had to go see her. So I would drive to the north side. And I would drive her back here. And every night, I swear to God, like every night, I would get a ticket. Honestly, like for weeks, I would get a ticket every night. Driving with no lights at night. I'll never forget this. I mean, the worst decision I've ever made, just driving with no, and you got a ticket every night, right? Over a woman, right? <laughs> Say so you drove blind. No, I mean I could see, but uh, that's how that's how much I wanted to be around Brandy, right? Because obviously, eventually, I wanted to have Brandy for myself, and not that this is important. I did finally get Brandy, by the way, but I was in the friend zone for maybe like two years. No, maybe a year. Maybe no, no. I'm sorry, eight months, eight months, and I finally got it. But that's not important. What's important is, the point is that I got a bunch of tickets, okay? And, you know, I had all these tickets, and obviously I couldn't pay the fines. So some of the tickets I didn't go to court for, you know, because it was just so many court dates. And obviously I wasn't keeping track of this. I would take a ticket and I would just throw it on the floor. I mean, I was just so irresponsible. And let me tell you something. I spent, listen to me, folks. I spent years, okay, paying Harris County a ton of money. I spent years getting my license back. My license was suspended at one time, right? How many of you have ever had a suspended license? Yeah, my license was suspended, right? And I was suffering, you know, it was tough. Because I still wanted to be a millionaire, folks. I still said I was going to make a million dollars. And what I realized was later on in life, when I was edu- when I began to educate myself, that I was creating all the suffering in my life. Again, I'm gonna ask you one more time: How many of you are creating the suffering based off your poor decision-making skills? How many of you are making poor decisions? How many of you got bad credit right now? Be honest. Comment below. How many of you have more than $5,000 in debt right now? School debt, credit card debt, any type of debt, right? How many of you are overweight right now? <sighs> Big, fat, be honest, right? How many of you are unhealthy right now? How many of you are sick with some type of illness that could, could have been prevented? How many of you have less than $1,000 in your bank account? How many of you don't even make $20 an hour? So what I want you to understand is, well, that's suffering because many people call that suffering. That was created by you. Okay? You created that. By, based off your decisions. Okay? If you want to end suffering... To becoming a self-made millionaire, 
make better decisions. I want you to comment these words below, please. I must make better decisions. And I'm even talking about women and men in relationships. Some of you women and men, and I, listen, I'm going to be honest. Let me talk about me a little bit. Um, you know, it was a time that I was a bit promiscuous. I'm not going to lie to you. I was. I was a promiscuous man in my 20s. Right? You know, I was intimate with a few women. And the reason why I have children today is not because I love this woman. It's because she was 5'1". <laughs> she was just a short, cute woman, black woman. And she got pregnant, not once but twice. And we never was in a relationship. I wasn't even committed to her at all. But I thank God that I had my children, but it wasn't the best decision. Like, obviously, I should have waited till I was married. I should have waited till I was in love. I should have talked about it. I should have did. But I was just living life. And that happens to a lot of you. You know, a lot of you. Some of you got kids and you didn't plan those children. Some of you have those illegitimate children, right? You just had sex and you don't wear any condoms, you know. People don't want to wear condoms these days, right? (laughs) They just coming in each other, you know, all day long. And one day the woman takes the, she forgot to take the plan B or she didn't put the the birth control. And before you know it, now she's thinking about abortion. What I'm saying is if you make better decisions, you don't have to deal with that. Because see, your decisions can ruin your life. Oof. Let me say it again. Your decisions can ruin your life. Listen, a baby is a blessing. It is. But it's going to be difficult to navigate life when you have a child, especially if you're not financially stable. Does that make sense? And, and let me tell you something. I'm not just blaming women. I blame men as well. You know, when it comes to sexual intercourse or having casual sex and, you know, wanting to sleep with all these women and have no control over your sexual desires. Because there's a lot of men on here that have no control over their sexual desires. And I'm going to be honest, I used to be like that too. You know, in my 20s, I was like that. I had no control. I wanted it all the time. And let me tell you something. At the same time, I wanted to be rich. And let me tell you something. I did not get rich in my 20s. Because I wanted to chase women at the same time I was trying to chase money. Listen, man, I'm going to tell you this from the top of my heart. You can't do both. You can't. You can't chase women and chase money all at the same time. Because chasing women is a distraction from the money. You're either going to get the money or you're going to get the woman. You have to choose. And many men, it's very difficult for them to harness the power to repudiate the vagina. Right? Oh, trust me, I know it's hard. I can tell you a story, you know, um, 
you know, it took me a while to be able to resist the whims and the the intimacy and the flirting from women. It took me into my 30s to realize that I no longer wanted a casual sexual experience. And this is before I became rich because I realized something by reading books, of course, educating myself, that women were a distraction from my success. They were. They were a distraction for me. And it wasn't woman's fault. It's not like this woman are just out here distracting men, but they're a distraction because they take, you know, women can take a man's mind to places that women would never be able to um, uh, fathom or even understand. You understand, women, I mean, you're so powerful. Just your your physicality, how you smell, how you look, how you feel. You just, you take a man's emotional power to, I mean, it's just, it's just powerful. I mean, we love you for it. But listen, you know, I made a decision in my early 30s that I was no longer going to, I was going to be celibate. I was celibate for two years. Because I had to make a decision. I had to make better decisions. See, in my 20s, I a lot of the decisions that I made created the suffering that was taking place in my life. And it took to it took me turning 30 to realize that I no longer wanted to continue to make those type of decisions. And it was tough. Like it's tough to reject women when you want them like you wanna man let's be honest here women close your ears you know when that thing get hard you know it's rocked middle of the night during the day in the morning you on that phone you typing you're like hey come over here hey when you where you at come i'm coming over i'm coming tonight right we get so focused on that vagina right you know we get so Focus because we want to relieve ourselves, right? Men, men know what I'm talking about here. But men, what I want you to understand is you have to have not just self-discipline over your life. You have to have self-discipline over your intimate experiences. Okay? And it's very difficult for men. Almost impossible. But it is possible. Because I did it. It was a time that the only thing I would do, I would go to the gym, I would go home. I wasn't talking to any women. As a matter of fact, I blocked all women, deleted them all on my phone. I wasn't talking to any woman at all. I wasn't talking to anybody, honestly, for like two years. I was training one woman, and she wasn't my type, so it was no problem there. And I was training her personally at my gym, at my apartment. That's all I was doing. She was the only woman I saw for two years. For two years. That was it. That I actually was speaking to okay and I tell you that because even that process man you might feel that you're suffering because it's just like like I never took drugs but I can imagine people that take drugs and then they stop taking drugs or you drink you stop drinking you go through a period of withdrawal and you will go through a period of withdrawal if you stop having sex with women like if you just stop, you say, you know what, I'm going to take three months, I'm going to take six months, I'm going to take a year of my life, and I'm not going to have any sex. Psh, tough. And the reason why it's tough, man, 
it's because you know what it feels like to make love to a woman. Can I get amen? Right? We know what it feels like. And that's a very powerful feeling to have. But this is the difference between the men and the boys. Boys, they can't control themselves. They never will. They can't control their sexual desires. You know, men or boys, they'll bang, they'll have sex with anything that's willing to have sex with them. But men, they're able to reject it. They're able to say no. They're able to say no, it's not going to happen today. And, you know, it took me a while to get there. But let me tell you something. If you're able to do this, I'm going to tell you this. It's something that's called sexual transmutation. I've spoken about this in many rants before. Sexual transmutation for a man is that sexual power or that sexual desire that you have for a woman. Okay. Can be transmuted. Which means it can be interchanged and redirected to other areas of your life. Because that sexual desire is very immense. And it's very, it's focused energy. Like when you think about women, you think about what you want to do with them. You see a woman and you get turned on. You get, you know, all these chemicals start taking place in your body. And you're feeling dopamine. You're getting horny and whatever. It's just, you get very focused. Like you get, you narrow your focus. But imagine if you can get very focused or you can narrow your focus on your opportunity, on your business. So I did that. And let me tell you something. Uh, you know, I haven't experienced that in a while, but man, to be so, I was so focused for two years. I was, I've never been that focused in my life. I mean, I, when I say I was focused, like I was so focused that I, it's like I can see exactly what I needed to do to be able to make the money that I would, would that I would eventually make. Does that make sense? I was so focused that I was able to see and understand very clearly what I needed to do to become a self-made millionaire. Okay? It's like things just came right 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 to me. So, I share that with you is the suffering that you're dealing with that, that all self-made millionaires will deal with. It's self-inflicted most of it not all of it but most of it is just self-inflicted it's you i was talking to a young man today okay he works at my high rise here and i've been knowing him for a while i've been here for like two and a half years now and um he's been working on different endeavors and he's frustrated today he's like man He's from Africa. He said, man, I'm going back home. He said, America suck. America just don't get it. I said, young man, it's not America. It's the problem. It's you the problem. I said, you're working on two different things. He, he has a coding. He got a coding certification, so he's trying to get a coder job or be a programmer for companies. And they're not calling him back. He's going to interview, interview, interview. He's not getting any callbacks. Then two, he has a concierge company. He only has one contract. And he said he's emailing people and no one's returning his email. I said, your problem is this. This is your problem. Because it was obvious what his problem was. I said, you are not focused on one thing. 
because he was suffering. You can tell he was just kind of pissed off today. He was just, I said, your problem is you're not suffering on, I mean, you're not focusing on one thing. You think that if you have more eggs in a basket, that you will be guaranteed to be successful. And even though that sounds logical, it's wrong. That's not how it works. You have to focus on one thing. And that's what I told him today. I said, you got to focus on one thing. And also I wanted to tell him, I said, hey, listen, first of all, because he went to one of these little coding schools on the Internet that promise you all these stupid results with they're just BSing you. They're telling you, oh, you go to a six-month course, and all of a sudden you can be an expert programmer, and you can work for these companies that pay you $200 a year. And he's seeing the reality of that is that's not what it is because he has no experience. And you can't, you know, some of you try to BS your way through everything. And he, he wants to BS his way through the coding on being a programmer, but you cannot. These people are not stupid and not dumb. And it's not smart because he tried to take a shortcut to be able to get the award. And he's realizing that it's not happening the way that he thought it would. And I told him this a year ago. I said, man, it's not going to work the way that you think it's going to work. He said, no, Wes, no, man, people did this before. This person got a job. This person got a job. I know it's going to work, and it's not working for him, right? It's because, and, and I didn't share this with him, but I'm going to share it with you, is because most of you young people, because he's like 27, you're just looking for a shortcut. That's your biggest problem. Just looking for a shortcut. Somebody gives you a shortcut, you take it. As long as you know one person that took the shortcut, you believe that you're going to have the same results. And let me tell you something, it's highly unlikely. And not just that, you sabotage yourself because even if it did work out, you would think you can always take a shortcut in life to be able to get what you want. But that's not how life is for people who are self-made. You know, the people that are really winning financially, they're not taking shortcuts. Does that make sense? The man that I am today in the digital marketing space, because I've been in it for 15 years. 15 years. This is why I'm extremely competent in what I do. Like, I, I mean, I had to do it. I have to, I mean, 15 years, got, I got to do the time. Can't do this in those six months and expect that I'm going to make millions and millions and millions of dollars in my industry? No. And that's what he thought. But he's realizing the reality is not what he thought it would be. And now he's upset. He's mad. He's suffering. Now what he's doing, he's blaming America. Well, the American people, they don't know that I'm going back to my country. And he don't realize that he's the problem because of his what? Decisions. Okay? Because of his decisions. Your decisions, the decisions that you're making right now, will either create more suffering or it's going to create the success that you're destined to have. I want you to take a second. I want you to think about the decisions you made today. Think about it for a second. What did you do today? Did you go to happy hour? Did you leave early from the job today? Did you just watch TV and watch TikTok all day? Did you play around with friends? Did you play the video game? Did you go to work? Did you do a great job or did you do a half-ass job? Hmm. Right? Did you drink something today? Did you smoke something today? Did you vape today? Did you have futile, useless conversations with people today? That didn't amount to anything. All I want you to understand is this. And I'm just talking from the top of my heart here because I want you to win. Every decision that you make 
will create suffering or success. That's it. Every decision that you make in life, it will affect something. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Folks with me here. Does that make sense? I really want you to get this. Honestly, I'm saying this on the top of my heart because, you know, I know a lot of you, you really want to make it. I get it, you know. Listen, I know I have some of you that be, you know, some of you listen to me and you're just bullshitting. You just like to hear my voice. I get it. But then some of you are very, very serious about change. And we're talking about changing your life. And I want you to be very, you got to be strategic when you're living. When I say that you must be strategic, you have to like, well, okay, what decisions am I making right now that's preparing me to create the future that I want to have? And a lot of you, what I've seen is you're looking for a shortcut. Everybody's looking for a quick way to do something. And I want you to understand something. The shortcut that you're looking for doesn't exist. Is it easy way to do certain things? Absolutely. Yeah. But the shortcut is not the shortcut that you're looking for. Okay? What I would like you to do and what I suggest you to do is eradicate any type of shortcut in life. Just eradicate. Just say, you know what? No shortcuts. I got to do the work. I got to make better decisions. Just eradicate it. Just say, you know what? I just forget about it. Because to have the shortcut thinking is to thinking that's going to lead to a life of suffering. You know how many people right now are suffering in their 30s and their 40s right now? 30s and their 40s and 50s, and they're suffering financially. 30s, 40s, and 50s, they're suffering in their relationships. 30s, 40s, and 50s have not accomplished anything worthwhile at all. You got some people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, they still have the same job that they had when they was in their 20s, some even as a teenager. Same job. Some people still at McDonald's, 30 years. Popeyes, jacking them up, 30 years. They even put you on the board. 30 years in, that's insane. 30 years to make $10 an hour. So you got to think about how these people feel about their life. And listen, to talk to my young and to talk to my younger generation is if you don't want to end up like those people, I love them, but you know, they made some bad decisions, you have to make better decisions right now in your twenties. Twenty is not how many of you in your twenties come at your age below? I'm just curious. Some of you in your twenties, you feel that in your twenties it's a period of YOLO, you only live once. You think it's a period that, well, you know, I don't, I don't have to have everything figured out yet. I can have fun. This is the time for me to have fun. I have fun in my 20s. It's party time. I have time to figure things out. Whereas I have time. I'm only in my 20s. Listen, you don't have time. That's an illusion that you have time. You don't have any time. Because see, what you don't realize is all your bad decision making, because typically 20-year-olds, this is what they do. You know, I just got them figured out. 20-year-olds either vape, 
smoke, smoke weed, smoke cigarettes, drink, party. That's it. That's what they do. Drink, vape, smoke, smoke weed, party. That's 20-year-olds. <laughs> That's what they do. I'll play video games, right? That's what the typical 20-year-old do. And what you don't realize, listen, please, you're creating rituals and habits that are going to be very difficult to break when you turn 30. Why do you think so many people in their 30s are like, man, I made so many bad decisions in my 20s and... Man, I just can't stop smoking, man. I want to stop smoking, but I can't stop drinking so much. I mean, I just keep drinking. And I know I shouldn't go and party, but, you know, it's going to be one party. Like, they can't break the habits because they spent 10 years. See, the reason why the typical 20-year-old does all this debauchery and all this dumb shit is because they were locked up in the parents' house for so long. So 20-year-olds, they think about it as freedom. Oh, I'm free. I'm free from mama, free from daddy. So let me go act a fool for 10 years. Because you spent 18, 19, 20 years with your mom and your dad, which maybe they didn't allow you to do much of anything. So now you're free to do whatever. You can drink, you can travel, you can do all this stuff. You can just go hang with people that you're not sm- take cocaine, crack. I mean, 20 year do some insane stuff, you know, people in their 20s, right? And what you don't realize is once you hit 30, you pretty much ruined your life. And you've ruined your life because you find it very difficult to change. Right? And the suffering starts in the 30s. Because in your 20s, they don't really, you don't really suffer yet. You might say you're suffering, but you don't really suffer until your 30s because in your 20s, you still you think you're still young. So as long as you still think you're still young, you think, oh, I can change. I can change. I'm going to do it. Well, right now, I'm just, gonna, I'm just in a phase. Right, so you begin to justify. I mean, twenty-year-olds do this all day long. They justify why they're doing what they're doing. They say, "Well, I know I need to stop, but maybe I will stop." And well, I'm still young. I'm still trying to figure it out. But when we hit thirty, now you start to suffer because you're like, "Oh my God, I'm getting old now." Right? Can anybody relate? Then don't turn forty. Oof! Then you're depressed. How many depressed forty-year-olds on here right now? Don't answer that question here. Listen, I, I'm trying to help, especially my younger generation, not to make the mistakes that I've made, obviously, right? In the 20s. Obviously, I didn't party, I didn't do drugs, I didn't drink, I didn't do all that stuff. But I made other mistakes. I was very irresponsible. I didn't take life seriously. Okay? Every self-made millionaire is going to suffer. Okay, you're going to suffer. And the suffering comes from your bad decisions. Okay, that's it. It's going to come from your bad decisions. And let me tell you something about suffering. If you're able to suffer and learn from your suffering, and realize and take accountability of your suffering. And realize that you're the reason that you are suffering. Where you have an opportunity to become a self-made millionaire. Because one of the prerequisites of becoming a millionaire is 
becoming very aware of the things you have done and and taking accountability and say, you know what? I fucked up. I screwed up. Some of you right now in your 30s, 40s, and 50s, you're like, you know, I screwed up. I already did. How many of you screwed up? Be honest. It's okay to be honest with me, you know? It's just you and I. Everybody only have screwed up at one point in their life. I know I have. I've screwed up a ton. Sometimes I'm still screwing up, but I'm going to get it right. I'm going to tell you that. One thing about me, if I screw up, I eventually realize that I've screwed up and I'm going to fix it. You hear me? I'm going to fix it. And that's in any area of my life, whether it's my finances, whether it's my physicality, or my relationships. If I realize that I'm screwing up, I'm going to fix it. And I'm going to fix it quickly. And I'm serious about it. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to be the same type of man, the same type of woman. If you want to be this extraordinary man, then realize that you made some mistakes. And realize that you're the only person that can change and fix those mistakes. How? By making different decisions. Same thing, women. Some of you women know you made some mistakes in life. You know you did. You got some of you women in your 40s. You know, some of these women in their 40s acting like they're in their 20s. Yeah. Acting like a little bitty girl. Sleeping with everybody. Being a little whore. I'm not going to say no names. And you got children. So your children see your behavior as well. What I'm saying is... um, Listen, your decisions are it's going to impact your livelihood. Your decisions is going to impact your quality of life. Okay? If a man or a woman makes smart decisions or decisions that are aligned with their intention, then you're highly you're highly likely to achieve the intention, you know, whatever you want, if it aligns with it. If you want to be a millionaire, do what millionaires do. What do you think millionaires do? You think millionaires is at the bar every single day, drinking and smoking and doing coke? You may say, yes, absolutely. All the time, not all the time. And we're talking about majority of millionaires. No, they're not. You think Elon Musk right now is doing cocaine at his Tesla factory? I don't think so. You think Bill Gates is somewhere just drinking and getting drunk and just crawling on the floor and throwing up right now? I don't think so. I think he's trying to save the world. Right? So it's very easy to begin to make different decisions. And we know what decisions to make. Some of you ask, oh, what decisions should I make then, Wes? Come on. You know what you need to do? Like, you know what you need to do. It's not that It's not that difficult. Success leaves clues, folks. Stop asking the obvious. Stop asking questions and you know the answer. Like, if you want to be better, you want to be a self-made millionaire, okay, great. Do what millionaires do. What do you think millionaires do in the morning? You think when they get up in the morning, they hit the snooze every second? No, they get up. You think millionaires have a, ro- a workout routine? Absolutely. They work out probably five, six, seven days a week. You think extremely rich and successful people, you think they talk negatively? No. 
positively most of the time. You think rich people are lazy sitting on their ass waiting for somebody to call them? You know, the young man that worked at my place, he was, he said he emailed the people and no one called him. I said, you just email? What the fuck are you talking? In my mind, I'm like, just because you email somebody about an opportunity doesn't mean they're going to reach. Why would they reach out to you? They don't know you. It's just like a person trying to get a job. You know, I hear these young people, well, I send my resume to all these people. Ho, ho, ho. They're not calling me back. I don't know why. No one's calling me back. I'm sending my resume. Hey, dummy, pick up the phone. Call the manager. Go to the fucking place. Like, go. Dress up. Go. Hey, how you doing? My name is Wesley Virgin. I sent you guys a resume, but I want to check on it personally here. So I just came here to visit you guys one-on-one here. You know, some of you young people, I mean, I'm like, well, I don't know why you think you're special. You're not special. Okay? No one knows you. No one knows who you are. Just because you send resumes all day and don't get a call back. Okay, so what? Just because you have a business, you call people, you send emails to Tom, Dick, and Harry, and they don't email you back. So what? Who are you? They don't know you. You're not special. Get your ass up. Go to the place. Go to the business. The big problem with a lot of you, you have no ambition. You do the bare minimal. I know a young man, you know, he used to tell me, he said, well, I mean, I call, I, I put in, a, I put in my, uh, I put in my application at Walmart. I put my application in Domino's, you know, and they haven't called me back. So get your dumb ass up. Lazy ass. Go. Who are you? You're not special. I mean, you got millions of teenagers and 20, they're waiting at home Waiting for somebody to call them. like spe- You're not special. Got a million people that want the same job just like you. Where's the ambition? Get up. Go to the place. Introduce yourself. Take initiative. You know, it's so sad that people don't know this. Like, I, I, I'm like even I knew this shit. Like, I knew this when I was in my... In my 20 year old, I just knew it. I'm like, like these people are not gonna just call me. I gotta go, I gotta go to the place. I gotta go call them, call the manager. Hey, how you doing? My name is Wesley Virgin. Hey, I sent a resume and I just wanna make sure you guys got it. <laughs> you know, and but I get it. I know some of you don't know, but so that's what I'm gonna teach you. You know, I'm gonna have to teach you young, especially my young men. Usually, young women are very ambitious, they don't wait for shit. I mean, they go out there and make shit happen. But you men, oh God, you piss me off sometimes. Some of you men complain so much about women, you complain so much about life. But look at you. You want women to take you seriously and you're a half-assed man. You want men, you want women to take you seriously and you're such an incapable man. Your finances are jacked up, your body messed up, you can't even communicate well, you have no emotional intelligence. And you expect somebody, you have all that baggage of your childhood, bring it into a relationship. And you expect women to respect you. You expect women to treat you like a king. Why Why would they do that? You think that's stupid? Women are not dumb. Women are more intelligent than men, if you think about the variety. If you think from a majority standpoint, I mean, just women just are. It's just more intelligent than men are. Men take a very long time to mature, to get it. Some of you men never get it. Does that make sense? But it's okay, I'm here to teach you. Like men, I'm here to teach you. Very specifically men, I'm here to teach you. That's why 
sometimes these conversations when I do these rants, you know, I start talking about men because men, what you got to realize something. Listen, God puts you here on the planet. If you believe that God puts you on the planet to be leaders. But do you know what a leader is? And I get if your daddy wasn't a leader. And I get if you didn't have a daddy. But that's no fucking excuse. I don't want to hear this bullshit about, I don't have a daddy. I never had a daddy. Okay, I agree. Okay, it's a lot of men that didn't have a daddy. And they're doing very well. Okay? Stop making fucking excuses about what took place in your childhood. I didn't have the best childhood. Many, many men didn't have, I didn't have the best childhood either. So what? Stop making excuses, men. If you want to be a virtuous man, you want to be a better man, find a man that's virtuous. Find a man that's better. And if you can't find the man, become it. If your daddy wasn't the best, if your father was non-existent, be the father that you wish you had. Be that type of family man to you and your wife or to your future children or to your future household. Does that make sense? Become it. Men, do you hear me? Become the man that your father wasn't. Don't just fall in his footsteps and do exactly what he did. If he was a deadbeat, if he was irresponsible, if he was poor, if he didn't know how to manage money, if he treated his wife like crap, be better. Does that make sense? Stop making excuses on why you, you know, men, you know, you know, what's so funny. It's going to blow your mind. You know, even though women are very emotional people, men cry more about life, about anything in life than women do. Men always just, oh, this happened and I don't know. Well, I'm down in the prayer. Well, I'm in the dark hole right now, wrestling and this happened. If you see my DMs of men crying like losers in my inbox, just losers, just that loser mentality. You know, I went to Jack in the Box the other day. I get the guy was playing me. He said, I said, how's everybody doing? He said, oh, I'm doing bad, Wes. I said, don't talk to me then. Don't talk to me. Talk to somebody else if you're doing bad because I don't want to be around that energy. And these are men. Oh, I'm doing bad, man. You know, nothing working out for me. It's always men. I swear, like just my own ex- personal experience. It's always men that's that's sharing with me how bad they're doing and how this is not working and this is not going well and they don't have enough money for this and they just need an opportunity. I just need a job. I just need you to help me out. You need you know, I mean, even today, you know, talking to this young man today, he said, well, you know, Wes, that's why we need men like you, man. Stop making fucking excuses. The reason why you're not doing well in life. Man up. Men always find an opportunity to put the shit off on somebody else. Well, Wesley, you need to help more men. Well, Wesley, you need to tell more people how to do it. Well, Wesley, you need to go out there and do more seminars. What? I don't need to do shit. I'm doing more than enough. How about you man up? How about you take responsibility of all your actions and your decisions? How about you stop acting like a boy and act like a man? And if you don't know what a man is, look it up. Or follow somebody that is getting the admiration that you want to have from the world. It's not that difficult. Does that make sense? Right? I'm just sick and tired of men making excuses for why they are at a certain point in their life. 
they always doing that. I mean, they do it. They do it unconsciously. Well, wish that's why you need to like, you need to help us out. I need to help you out. I need. I mean, I hear this. Well, Wes, you need to like help us out, man. First of all, am I your goddamn daddy? Am I am I your father? Let me tell you something. I'm a daddy, all right. I'm a daddy of three children, and I'm a daddy of this woman as well. I'll tell you about it later. But um, I, I'm a I'm a daddy of three children. I'm a father for them. I'm nobody else's daddy, and I'm not your daddy. I'm not your father. So I don't need to do anything for you. This, what I'm doing here, it's not an obligation. This is something that I choose to do. Okay? This is a luxury for you, for me to do this. See, I would like men to realize that you must learn how to be self reliant and listen i'm I'm sorry that your father or your mother didn't teach you this, and unfortunately, most and many mothers and fathers don't even know this to teach you, but you have to learn to be self reliant what does self reliance mean men self reliance means that you have to learn how to depend on yourself for everything. I'm not saying that you may have other people that can augment to your life to be able to accomplish certain things. But what I'm saying is you have to begin to live your life as if it's just you. In the book, The Way of the Superior Man, it says that a man must live his life as if his father is dead. Let me say it again. A man should live his life as if his father is dead. You have to live as if it's just you and you alone, which means you have to create the rules for yourself. You have to create the standards for yourself. You have to create the standards for other people that's with you. You have to make great decisions when you find the woman that you want a part of your life. It's you. You gotta be self-reliant. You gotta be responsible for your own happiness. You got to be able to change your mood at any given time. You have to be able to change your attitude about certain things. You have to learn how to manage your emotions and how you feel at, every, at any given moment. Does that make sense? That's what a man does. Self-reliant. He realizes that he has other people, but he realizes that he has to depend on himself. You want to be a millionaire? Okay, great. Depend on yourself. Act as if it was just you. And you had to create something great to make a million dollars. How would you do that? If you want to work on your body, see if there's no trainers. Trainers don't exist. So you have to be able to self-motivate yourself. Go to the gym every day. To fix or reconstruct your body. It's up to you. <laughs> Any questions for me, folks? If you got value here tonight, come at the word value, please. And thank you for sharing this out if you feel. And women, I suggest all women to tag one man. Tag your man. Tag your husband. 
tag your boyfriend, tag your son, because they need to hear the later half of that message. Men need to hear this. It's important. It's not enough conversations, and we don't have enough conversations speaking this way to men, not tolerating their bullshit. See, I don't pacify men. I don't, I don't like, oh, it's going to be okay, you know, just keep working at it. No, absolutely not. I tell men how it is, and I'm very direct, and I'm very blunt. And I may hurt your feelings, but it's okay. Because, see, many men need the tough love. But they need the tough and the love. That makes sense? I give them both. I'm going to give them the tough, the toughness and the love at the same time. Because most men have got to be compelled to be able to change themselves. Men are not going to change if you pacify them. That's what women try to do. Women try to be very nice and kind to them. Well, baby, you can do it. You can do it. No. No. My, a lot of men need to feel pain. I am... And you know what? You know what's so funny? I just experienced this lately. It took some pain in my life to cause me to make a decision that I should have made a long time ago. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Maybe later. But um, that's what moves me in pain, to be honest with you. Right? But any questions for me here? Talk to me. Did you get value here tonight? Comment below. Say thank you, Wesley. I do appreciate that as well. Thanks for the hearts as well. And I hope all women and men really listen to this message here and maybe listen to it again if you need to. But any questions for me before I let you go here? It's 1.30, here. It's right before midnight. Made good timing here. So any questions for me here? Any questions here? Oh, about the tonight's topic here. Okay. Any questions here? You're very welcome, Tish. You're very welcome. So many trade. Absolutely. T million. How are you? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Conscious skin. Any questions here, folks? If you have anything, remember, you can always rely on me. I jump on here to do the topic for the night. But also, I want to answer your questions here. I am a multi, I'm self-made. So if you have any burning questions about what you think you need to hear, I'm here to help you. How do you correct text on online borders? Online borders? What do you mean? I don't understand your question. Next year, how do you organize your contacts and networks? Organize them? Um, I don't know. I don't have any contacts, honestly. I'm the type of person that contact me. I don't contact people. So, honestly, I don't have any contacts. I don't have a network. I have my company, and that's about it. So, um, I don't think I can answer that question for you. Virginia Star, Stella Reed, how are you? If you have raw talent and give entrepreneurship a go, but when it comes to self-discipline, you drop the ball. Advice tips. Well, listen, without self-discipline, you're going to always lose. So if you don't have self-discipline, and self-discipline, it's just a refusal to do the things that you are very familiar with, right? The things that you've done in the past. And if you're not unable to do that, 
then you're always going to lose. I'm just going to be honest with you. You're going to lose, and you're going to lose um, terribly. Uh, what's next here? Just me, with are you? Do you have a team that's directing followers to WhatsApp? Um, no. And guys, if you have anybody that's reaching out to you, and if it's not me asking you for money on WhatsApp, that is not me, folks. That is posers. People are trying to scam people using my name. Obviously, we're trying to stop it, but it's almost impossible on the Internet. Okay. What's next here, folks? Any questions for me here? I just want to make sure I answer all the questions here. And remember, you can always follow me at just go to Wesley Million Dollar Virgin podcast in Google and you'll see all the podcasts that I've done over the years that you can listen to and begin to immerse yourself with I just started a partnership with Denise from Canada let's go best advice on staying laser focused for long periods of time easy separate from everybody if you want to be more focused in life separate from the foolishness and you realize that everybody's foolish. So separate from everyone. I would like to shout out to my son. Happy birthday at midnight. Kevon. Yeah, shout out to Kevon. Ace Legacy. Shout out. Happy birthday. What's next? How do I calculate taxes or online orders? Do I need a tax code? It depends on where you live. You need to get yourself an accountant. Right? It depends on your state. Use it, the merchant processor should do it automatically. Ooh, I dropped my phone. Hold on. Um, thank you. You do so much for the health work you do for the Houston community. You're very welcome. Sexy Spirit TV. Tips on acquiring a strong mindset like yourself. Listen to me. That's all you need to do. Obviously, I have a strong mind. So if you want to have a strong mind as well, listen to the guy that has the strong mind. Make sense? So all you got to do, listen to me over and over again. Do you think we're going to into a deeper recession in America within the next few years? No, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm recession proof. I, I believe some people will, but the people that evolve, the people that are paying attention, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't, I've never had a recession, honestly, in life. It's almost impossible. Rant like these are gold, man. Thank you so much. Long time no see, my good peeps. Uh, any more questions for me here, folks? Any more questions here? Ash Marie. Uh, okay. Any more questions here? Why everyone tried to block you? Who's blocking me? I mean, honestly, I, I wish everybody would block me. Block me, please. Block me. What are your thoughts on the girl boss era? Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Is it a thing right now, girl boss? I thought girls were always bosses, huh? I mean, I have no comment, you know. More power to the girls. Do your thing, sisters. Make it happen. Any more questions for me, folks? I'll take a few more questions here before I let you go here.
And as a matter of fact, I will be working tonight. Okay? Just let you know. You want to know what I'm not doing? I'm not going to sleep. Sleep is for the broke. Sleep is for losers. I don't care what people say. It is. Sleeping too much. Kenise, how are you? Questions. Alexis, how are you? Some of you are late. Make sure you turn on your notifications so you're not late again. If you folks continue to be late, I'm going to block you personally. Um, what's next here? Random question. Your favorite car. My favorite car right now is probably the McLaren. How much you sleep? Not a lot. I don't need sleep. I meditate quite a bit, so my body is always rested. Why so many women entrepreneurs end up divorced? I mean, is that fact or is that conjecture? I mean, is it is it a fact that women entrepreneurs end up divorced? I don't know if that's a true statement or not. What type of assistance did you receive achieving your first level of success? None. How do you function without sleep, Wes? I have to get six to seven hours a night. Like, yeah, you, just like you say, I have to. So since you have to, you will. I don't know. I just don't require that much. I mean, some days maybe I sleep longer than others, but like whenever my body wakes up, it's just, it's, it wakes up. I don't know. I meditate quite a bit though. Do you still meditate about an hour a day? Uh, like today I meditated four to five times, 20 minute increments. So yeah, I did about an hour today. How much sleep on a regular in a day do you, do you get? Uh, I don't know, man. Five, six hours, maybe. It's four hours sometimes, depending on how much work I have. How do you, Wesley Virgin, teach and mentor your son without stifling his own sense of direction and purpose? Well, listen, I, I'm listen. I'm a, I'm a teacher, right? So my son, I, and he's very enthralled with me right now. Like he wants to learn, right? And he's learning a lot. But my son still has his own brain, right? He still is going to make his own decisions about certain things, right? So I'm not stifling anything. He's a very creative young man. What words do you say when you meditate? I don't say anything. I just take deep breaths and focus on the breathing, honestly. I don't talk. I followed your video on how to reprogram the subconscious mind and did the meditation a few months ago and the mental state changed dramatically. Good job, Zane. Hey, Jess, how are you? We have a lot of queens in here tonight. Where are my queens at? Let me see the crown. I was waiting for you to come on. I have a fully built RE course I need to sell. What can you recommend to help me sell as many as possible? Yeah, I run Facebook ads, man. But I don't know what a REI course is. But I mean, use social media, man. What's next? What's next? Hey, Deborah, how are you? Pap K, how are you? Questions here. Preguntas. Huh? <laughs> I have the massage sleep number bed matches. Oh my God. And weighted blanket. Blame it on Wes. Yeah. Don't you love that weighted blanket? Mmm. I would love to have a weighted woman across my body. 
you know, whenever she comes, then I can get rid of the blanket. But until then, it's the blanket. What's the wildest thing you have ever experienced while meditating? Uh, the Kudalini effect. The Kudalini effect is when you just feel this surge of energy around your body while you meditate. Real estate investing. I use fake ads. Thank you always, King. Real estate investing. You run ads to real estate investing. I don't know why you would do that, but uh, maybe I don't know what product you're trying to sell. Do you primarily invest in multifamily real estate or residential? Uh, residential. Multifamily homes. How many languages do you speak? A thousand. So you watch. Pregunta, como estas? Abrigada. Capriana. Uh, ciao. That's Italian. Uh, French. Uh, J. Mapel, Wesley. Uh, so what is it? How many is that? Four or five? Yeah, I'm a beast. I know what you're thinking. This man is just too intelligent. Yeah, absolutely. Duolingo, baby. Can you explain the feeling you felt when you achieved a large amount of money in your savings? Uh, you know, I felt good, man. I mean, you know, to see, six, to see seven figures in a bank account, it's just quite rewarding. I mean, even to see six figures, man, it was just it was like, wow. It was just like, uh, I don't know, man. It just felt good. It felt great, man. Almost better than sex. How can one become a great high ticket closer? Closing big ticket items. You have to study it, man. Make it a study. Study some Dan Lock videos. How many units of real estate do you have? Uh, I think I got about 15 homes now. 13 or 15, I'm not sure. So you never astro project it while meditating? I have. Of course. Course to teach you how to flip property. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, you should do a webinar for that. How can someone become your mentee? You know, I'm a very expensive person, so it's better just to talk to me online. I charge about seventy-five thousand dollars every fifteen minutes to have a conversation with me. It is what it is, you know. I just, I'm, a, I'm just a very busy man, and I have a short patience for people sometimes. Honestly, that's why some people think I'm rude. I think I'm a tyrant because. Uh, I don't bullshit. I just keep it real. You know, people on my team, I, I'll tan to that ass so quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they love me because they make a ton of money. What is the best business model to start a company? Um, affiliate marketing, digital marketing, creating a product. Can you explain spirituality in your words? Yeah, spirituality to me is like me. I'm not a religious person, but I do believe something that ex does exist. I choose to call it God. It doesn't matter if it is God or not. But spirituality is just being connected to something outside of yourself. Better yet, tapping into a power that exists that you can use to be able to create your reality. Okay? So while astral projecting, you don't have a wild story to tell? No. What's next? I love these questions here. He said a wow. Why did it have to be a wild story? That was like, can you give me a wild story? Wow. Wild? <laughs> can you define wow? The most I've had in my hand was 84K. Can't wait to hit seven, eight figures. Mm. It was a wild story. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny.
Next question for me here. Any more questions here? Hey, Jerry, how are you, man? Sam Brocky, how are you, sir? Any more questions for me before I let you go? What work are you doing tonight? So I'm going to be either working on emails or working on some split testing for the Genie Script. We're doing a lot of testing for the sales page, the landing page itself, to see how it converts. And actually, we made some changes to the checkout page. So we're doing what is called two-step checkout. Um, instead of sending them to another page, we just send them to a pop-up screen where they can put in their credit card. So we want to see which split test is going to be more effective or get more of the conversions on the front end. Don't you love it when I talk computer talk? You haven't met God yet with all the meditating you do? No. I mean, first of all, I don't really believe you can meet God. I don't think God is a thing that you actually meet. Right? I just think it's just a metaphor almost. Like it's just it's just what we use to describe something that we can't explain. And honestly, you don't need to meet God to live this life. If God exists, God wants you to live the life how you want to live. Like he's gonna support you regardless. So you need to be you need to learn how to create your world. What are your favorite investments? And when should someone invest? Oh, right now, mutual funds, index funds. Uh, you can invest right now. Is sleep important to you? No. I just told you sleep is for the poor and average. Just let the poor and average people sleep. Honestly, if you're not an athlete, you shouldn't be sleeping. Athletes are probably the only people that need to sleep because obviously they are very they do very physical activity. But most of you just sit your little lazy butt in the chair all day, so what you need to sleep for. When I say wow, I mean like traveling the universe or going to different planets. Uh, I have no desire to go to different planets. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. Uh, in any place I want to go on this planet, I could just fly to. But no, I'm not trying to go to Mars, Uranus. For what? I mean, absolutely not. What I'm going to do there? That's going to be boring. Austin, how are you, man? I want to go somewhere exciting like Bora Bora or something. Uh, Ibiza. Or Hong Kong, Vietnam, Austria. Yes, you can sleep when you're dead. Exactly. When I, listen, think about it for a second. When you die, you're going to sleep for a very long time, are you not? Of course. So right now, I need to stay awake. How do you deal with toxic people in your company who have a big egos and they think they are better than everyone else? Well, I don't deal with them. Ariella does. <laughs> uh, she deals with all that stuff. All right, what's next? <sighs> what's next, folks? Best way to become a millionaire making 140000 per year, about thirty k liquid every three months. Okay, well, honestly, if you just want to do with that, you can put that money that you're saving per month, put that in some type of Fidelity mutual fund. And just make 10 to 20% off it per year. It's a slow burn, but it's a way to make millions over time. I appreciate your rants. Thank you. Can you talk about your mindset shift from poor to abundant thinking? Um... Yeah, I mean, it took years. Like I told you, I listened to a lot of personal development. I do suggest 
if you guys take any of my advice here tonight, just listen to personal development, honestly. Listen to a lot of self-help, audio, re-self-help books that will help you begin to shift your mindset. Because everything that you think about are thoughts that were derived or that you got from like people in your life or parents or school or your peers, professors. Okay, does everybody really still do the millionaire Zoom meetings? No, we haven't did it in a while. We've just been very busy. What do you like to listen? Who do you like to listen? I like to listen to this young man by the name of Wesley, billion dollar virgin. You know, him? I heard he's the cheesy. Yeah, Wesley Virgin. Listen to that guy. I don't, know. I don't know. I'm gonna start listening to Wesley Virgin. I don't know. You can listen to him, but you don't have to. But I don't know. I think listening to Wesley Virgin may be a good thing, actually. I see why you distort things. Distort what? Uh, let me see here. What are some ideologies and beliefs around masculinity in modern culture that you think men should live without? Um, Smoking, drinking, vaping, anything that debilitates the body. And just... Casual sex, you know, you got to be careful with casual sex, man. I mean, you know, I get it. A lot of men feel, and you won't notice until you actually do it. A lot of men feel that they want to bang and have sex with a lot of women until you do it. You know, and so you start having sex with like three people a week, four people a week, whatever like that. It becomes very time consuming. And then women close your ears, you know, to have that much sex with so many people. I mean, your penis starts to get numb. You ever had so much sex in your life that you just get numb? You don't even want it anymore? Yeah, so. Um, <clears throat> I would say that as well. So be careful with that. Do you like Alex Hermosi? Yeah, he's cool. I thoroughly enjoy your intelligence. Oh, well, thank you so much. But yeah, I think this should live without. So yeah. Those are some of the things that men should definitely live without. Stop drinking, smoking. And if you're going to have sex, be selective. Like, don't have sex with everybody. Like me, I can obviously have sex with a lot of women right now, honestly. And I'm not even trying to pat myself on the back. I'm not trying to boast, but I can if I want to. But I am very selective. I just don't want to share my body with any woman until, I mean, you don't know if these women got diseases or whatever. And then three, I don't know. Because then when you have sex with them, then you got to talk to them after. I don't want to talk. I'd rather them get out. You know, if I like them, then they can stay. But if I don't, it's just like, what What are you doing here, right? I mean, I don't know. So I just choose not to do it anymore. I just, it's just not my thing, man. Uh, right now, I'm in a point in my life that I prefer to have passion and love Um Instead of just having a casual sexual experience, honestly, with no passion and no love and no, uh, I want passion now. You know, I just want like that passion, that lust, that love. Not just casual sex. It's just so boring. I don't know. It's not even worth it. I might as well just masturbate, honestly. What's a good ad conversion ratio? Yeah, you know, it all depends, man. It depends on the, the niche of the market that you're in. Tell us how can one impress you? What stands out to you for individuals to work for you and become successful and grab your attention? You have people that can sell. Like if you send me a video and you give me an example of your sell, salesmanship or your communication skills, then yeah, you have a, you may, like, listen, last time I posted a video, 
um, letting people know that I'm looking for people. Only two people sent me a video. So look at that. Out of millions of people, only two people sent a video. And those two people right now, we're interviewing them. So, yeah. Uh, let me see here. What do you think about porn and masturbation for men exclusively? Uh, you know, I don't have many, too many thoughts on the porn and the masturbation. Um, I don't know how masturbation affects your life. Uh, watching porn, does it really debilitate your life? Maybe it'll make you unfocused at times. You know, I, I don't know. You know, you know, it all depends on what context we're talking about here. So, um, yeah. What is it that you know that you're richer than the president? Oh, I am? Awesome. I'm richer than uh, Biden? Not sure about that. What is your path to reaching 100 million? Um, you know, the path that I'm on right now. Exactly what I'm doing right now. Do you drink coffee? Every once in a while, like to, today I drank an espresso because I needed extra energy for the gym today. I had a two and a half hour workout. So, yeah. But typically I don't drink coffee. What do you think about working with partners versus figuring it out with a team you employ, if that makes sense? Yeah, I would say if you can figure it out on your own, I do suggest that. Um, but if you do find a partner that you can trust that's loyal to you, then absolutely. You keep pets? No. I don't do pets. Anyways, what, what, at what age did you make your first million? 35 years old. And can you believe I'm only 25 right now? Do the math. It's crazy, right? I love, I'm loving these questions here. You spit them out. I'm answer. Hey, Sasha Green, how are you? Is digital marketing worth doing? Of course. Hello. Did I not tell you how much money I'm making right now? We're killing it. I mean, you are literally crushing it right now. I'm crushing it so well. I'm buying a house every month and paying cash for it. And the house is between 300 to a half million dollars. So you do the math. How do you find a trustee for your trust? Uh, just do a Google search, man. I mean, <laughs> Google it. Wes, what is the number one thing to attract the money in abundance? What is my number one thing? I just expect money to come. I'll be honest with you. I expect money to come and it comes every single day. I, mean, I just expect money to come and be deposited into my bank account. What do you think about people who figured out at 20, 20 to 25, <sighs> were they in alignment with this info, or is it just the right trend they had? You know, everybody's different. I know a lot of young people who have made money early in life. Some who have listened to me, some who didn't listen to me. And all those people that made the money, like the 20-year-olds, they just knew what they wanted. And they work a lot, which means they just don't, they don't, they don't get easily distracted. You know, they get locked in. Right? And they know how to cut off women and girls and things of that sort. What are your thoughts on drop shipping? Try it out. It's never too late, exactly. It's never too late, folks. Never. How much do you pay in taxes every year? Do you have a tax person? I do. Uh, I think last year I paid 100000 I'm not sure. I have no... I think I still owe taxes right now. I don't mind. I'll, I'll pay the taxes when they come find me. 
what she say a few a few days ago that Stripe is not a good for digital products. What is a better alternative? Digital store and ClickBank. You are a powerful manifester. I am indeed. How much money did you make in the last hour since you've been on the rant? I don't know. I didn't check. I mean, I have to log into my computer. No clue. What do you do in your downtime? What do you mean? I'm doing this. Down, I don't have downtime, honestly. What a downtime for losers again. Why do I need downtime? How about uptime? <laughs> I don't have downtime. Uptime. Downtime for the losers, man. I appreciate the time you take to answer our questions. You rock. No pun intended. Thank you, bro. Thank you, my guy. Thank you, brah. Brah, brah. As my son would say. Brah. Brah. How much do you bench, squat, and deadlift? I mean, I have no clue, bro. I, I don't know. I have no idea. What is the best program one should buy from you besides the Genius Strip? Don't forget services. On my YouTube course. Wow, I love your word choice. Oh, thank you so much. Well, well, gracias. I'm glad you're loving my word choice. Can I be a copywriter using AI? Absolutely. I like you, Wes. I like you too, Patricia. How many of you like me? How many of you love me? <laughs> uh, you know, listen, you know, I do this too, just to let you know that even though I'm worth $40 million, you know, I'm a, I'm a regular, genuine, transparent guy, right? I mean, come on. I'm a regular guy, human being, just like yourself, which means we're going to have a conversation. It's not a big deal. Just because I'm worth $40 million doesn't mean that I'm just superior to you. What is the Dunphy Services all about? Uh, go to westvirgin.com and read about it. Genius Strip is powerful, King West. Thank you so much. I put my blood, sweat, and tears on that one. Somebody say it's a like and a love. Tish, I need to get that to a love, though, okay? I need you to love me deeply. Do you play chess? And what is your rating? You know, I don't know what my rating is, but I do play chess every day. Every day I play chess. I think it's the best game. If I even have my son on it, I like you. You're so real. Well, I hope so. I mean, I'm not I'm not fake. I mean, I got skin, got blood going through my body. I mean, I'm a, I'm a real person. What is the most money you've made net profit in a day? Uh, maybe a hundred thousand. I love you, King West. So phenomenal. Period. Thank you. What can one do become? What What can one do to become better at digital marketing rather than just spending money and learning from experience? Uh, model other people who do it well. Honestly, that's what I did to make my first million. Model other products that do well. Okay. When manifesting, can you focus on multiple intentions or do you need to really focus on one? I would say in the beginning, focus on one intention. Then as you get great at it, then you can focus on more. Who were your favorite influencers on the come up? Uh, Nobody. No, I mean, honestly, nobody. I, I, I never looked up to an influencer. I mean, like, what? Why would I look up to an influencer? I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't even think of myself as an influencer. I'm just a guy on the internet that does rants. Uh, I'm not looking up to someone who made a YouTube channel. I mean, for what? Absolutely not. 
I look up to myself. I look up to Wesley Virgin. You know that guy? You ever heard of? I look up to him. That's my guy. Maybe I'll introduce you guys. Run ass or pay influence, which is better? I would say test both. Because both could be very profitable. I mean mentors. Yeah, I didn't have any mentors, folks. My mentor was Wesley Virgin. I'm just being very honest with you. Because no one wanted to help out a little black man like me. Black Wesley Virgin. They didn't want to help me out. They didn't want to give me the... They didn't want to give me the uh, the tips and the tricks and the shortcuts. All right, folks, I'm going to let you go ahead. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Remember, you can always get my course. It's called The Genius Script. Get it. 20-word script that you can use to manifest your dreams. I'll talk about the science behind it. I'll talk about the brain waves. I'll talk about a lot. Um, and all you need to do is search GeniusScript.com or just go to my bio here. Click the link in my bio at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin on Instagram, and you'll be able to get access to the program as well. If you want access to these podcasts here, just type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and I have over 550 episodes um, just like this to help you recondition your mind for the man or woman that you want to be. Much love. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.